Uh, hello, listeners. Welcome to First Thoughts, where we each bring a topic to talk about, but first make our co-hosts try to guess what our topic is about with just a name or phrase. I'm Mike, your host today, and alongside me I have got Jensen, hey. Josh, and hopefully Richard, but he's not here yet. Uh, how are you two doing? <laughs> very well, very well. Tired, but I'm all right. All things being said, yeah. Josh? I'm good. I like that that new phrasing for the intro. <laughs> Phraseology. Steal that, steal that yeah, script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you um, doing? You good? I, I'm i well, yeah. Just working yeah. through the that's pandemic. Don't that's... sound too happy about it. <laughs> well, yeah. No. I just see see everyone that's having a... Having, <laughs> having a jolly. Having fun, not um, not working. So, yeah. <laughs> a bit bitter. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I'd a, lose my mind if I didn't have work right now, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Like, yeah. from the outside, it looks like people are having the time of their yeah. lives. Grass but... is always greener, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall we get on with it? Let's yeah. go for it, yeah. Um, I was going to say Richard was to go first because he said that he had his topic sorted first, so... Right. Uh, we're going to have okay. to... We're going to have to... Go on to one of you two. I'm going to pick Jensen. Let's see what okay. Jensen's got. Today. Do you not want to go first, Mike? Right. No. Breaking tradition. I'll go <laughs> for it. Oh, okay. Breaking tradition. Right. Well, um, I was proper scratching my head today, and honestly, mm. I've I've drawn a blank for like two hours. You know, when you're just pacing around, you're like, I don't. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up going yeah. to something that I've been studying about at the moment, um, and trying to trying to learn a little bit about. So, okay. I would like your first thoughts on active measures. It does go by okay. another name, but active mm-hmm. measures. It it sounds like a responsive act to something. I'm going to okay. take active measures to resolve this situation which has arised. Okay. Um, but how that's different to just taking measures... <laughs> what, what the active refers yeah. to well josh they're active <laughs> <laughs> yes and it's not measurements as in no, you know no, measuring no, but like actions active, we're going to take active measures actions. yeah it, it does Act, go by another, actions <laughs> it does go by another name which will be then the next which will be the clue that i give you but i want to hear from mike first mm, well okay. that was pretty much identical to what i was thinking like, oh okay it just sounds like um, Does that mean we might be r- right then, Mike, or, or not? <laughs> I, I feel, I feel like I, in the, in, probably in, completely in, in the vaguest, <laughs> vaguest sense, you're right. But Sh- shall I try and narrow it down then to what Let's, it might be? So yes, try I, and uh, try and narrow it down. Yeah. So my first thoughts was that maybe it's something to do with like governments trying to deal with like a situation that's ar- mm. arisen and they've they're taking active measures like for example giving putting everyone in a lockdown because of a pandemic yeah that's yeah. where i'm right. thinking at the moment i think jensen is currently quite hot on the legal side of things so i think he's coming at this from a legal standpoint and the legality behind active measures so like in what situations or circumstances can these actions be taken without the need for maybe any approval, uh, you know, kind of signed by like a sovereign. So, okay. you know, like most laws which are passed have to be yeah. run, run by the Queen, don't they? I'll go yeah. through. While, the, uh, while I have been doing quite a lot of 
I don't know. Mike's gone. <laughs> Mike's just turned off the light in his grotto right now. So he's just he's he's taking just active blind. measures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> to get um, out of this. <laughs> while I have been doing a lot of stuff on on kind of law and legal stuff and trying to understand that at the moment, I've uh, th- this this is actually more towards what Mike has said, which is more about um, not a reactive strategy per se, um, but it's definitely government. Or particularly was being used, or is being used, arguably, um, by a specific, specific government, a specific country with a specific aim. The clue that I will okay. give you mm-hmm. is the other name that it goes by um, is ideological subversion. Okay. So ideologies are basically the you know kind of ideologies of like the mainstream mindset, right? Well, its ideologies are essentially the the set of ideas that the the thinking oh, sorry, that drives I'm thinking something. Of idio, idiosyncrasies. There. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm getting uh, my words mixed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what ideo, ideological? Yeah, ideological subversion. Subversion. So subversion is kind of like a distraction, right? Mm. In a yes, yeah. so, distraction would be part of it, I suppose. Mm. I reckon it's. Um, like maybe, um, wait, what, Jensen? Oh, he's turning the lights off. <laughs> nice. So, so, on, yeah, I, I should probably mention that I've my, the bulb has gone in my lamp. So. <laughs> oh right, this is, is what, this is what <laughs> you're dealing with. <laughs> like, I didn't know if you were just being dramatic. Like, <laughs> no, well, yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't turn it back on. I'm afraid. Sorry, Come just on. to interrupt. On, what, Mike, what is, we... Mike is the kind of person that like would do something like this. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, you know, like, Mike's the kind of person where the bulb would blow and my first assumption wouldn't be that the bulb is blown. <laughs> so, just to put a little bit of backstory there. <laughs> so go on, Mike. What were you going to say? Um, so I feel like it is, is like, like uh, in the... Like a new king has come in. Like I'm talking about England now. Like a new right. king has come in, and they, they, in particular, are like Church of England or Catholic. Mm. They are trying to get the rest of the people to convert into into that religion. Is it anything along those lines? Like maybe a different country, more modern or otherwise. Um. I, no. While uh, religion plays a definitely a part in this strategy that is used, mm. um, it's it's not directly about religion per se. I was um, under the assumption yeah. that active measures are quite broad, right? It's not one. It's not yes. specific. It it's is. something about the process which makes it an active measure, right? Well, active so measures not... in ideological subversion is is the name given to this whole thing um okay. i'm probably i've probably always seen this or heard of it in like um you know what like the hollywood sense like some sort of big you know maybe some sort of catastrophes happened yeah. or okay political... well it's mm. less it's less reactive as in like sending aid to a crisis right right this okay. is more on the lines of i think what mike's been saying is closest so thinking about governments and governments trying to transition um, less transition, but if you had a, another nation that you wanted to subvert, yes, 
so it's like <clears throat> they're trying to um, force that other country into their own ideal ideology. That is certainly a large part of it. Are we thinking about China? Yeah, Hong Kong so, maybe. Hong I'm Kong less situation. Now it's interesting because China specific, I, sorry. I do I do look at China, and the reason I'm looking at this specific subject is there is seemingly a lot of parallels with what is going on in the world, and that's got me very intrigued. Um, but there was a a KJB defector that came right. over um, to well, he went to Canada, but obviously he was spreading the word about this ideological subversion then and warning right. about it. But it's interesting what that China. What time comes period up. was that? Sorry. So he he came over in the seventies, but he was he was doing talks and lectures in the eighties around nineteen eighty four. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So obviously topical in that you know U.S. elections, Russian interference. Uh, basically, I don't know if. Like you're saying, that stems back to the 70s. I don't know if it's necessarily something new. So it's these certainly long... not new. Yeah, so these are definitely like maybe long-term actions. These are incredibly long-term actions. So mm. um, now there's So are they term... related specifically to politics and political... Very, very military, much, very military. much, yeah, okay. very much. Okay. And, mm. and specifically used by a particular um, ideology... Right. Um, or political ideological framework. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a few pieces. I've given you. I've given yeah, you KGB defector. Yeah, I've given nice. you government trying to chip at another country. Yeah. Um, so, is, um, it, is it Canada in particular? Um, less Canada. More America, America, but gem- yeah. but in a broader Did sense. Did you say Canada? Or am I making that? Up? Um, no, no. He he the went. He, went he, he, he went over to yeah. Canada, but he was right. essentially warning the West. Right. Okay. Um, but obviously, more specifically, America, because they're mm. sort of the hub of the West. Um, well, well, they're um, they're quite notoriously afraid of communism, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Like, the whole idea of it is is that where we're going? Um, it's certainly a part of it. Definitely, okay. it's a large part of it. It's a large association with Russia as well, isn't it? Very, very much, so, yeah, yeah. And so, what mm. I'm going to say, so I give you the pieces I've given you so far. KGB defector coming to the West, talking yep. to us about this strategy. Yeah. Um, that, obviously. So active measures, Russians, maybe. Yeah, it's uh, maybe an infiltrating of some other country or nation's political. Uh, Gov- some sort of government powers, I don't know, rule. I'm, you know, I'm just chatting. But you know, know what? It that you've, you've I don't know what you pretty, you've, ironically, you've pretty much nailed it. I was hoping okay. to get. I'll I'll kind of disclose it now for I think Sweet. the sake of okay. time. Yeah. Yeah. So it does. I painfully kind of have a a more common name, which would be um, psychological warfare, but on a broad oh, right, sense. Okay. But this is a, a particular strategy that the Russians started employing in the 1920s. But it's not a, it's not a new strategy at all. It actually uh, comes from the art of war. So it's a very ancient technique. Um, but it's a four-stage process of basically how to, in Yuri Bezmenov's words, to change 
uh, by a slow process to change the perception of reality of every American or Westerner to such an extent that despite the abundance of information, no one can come to a sensible conclusion about anything, about defending (laughs) themselves, their country or their family. And they did this through a four-step program. Step one was a phase called demoralization. And this was a 15 to 20-year process, just stage one. And that was exposing everyone to Marxist, communist ideologies, and also eroding the traditions, uh, structures, and ideologies that people had. And obviously, no one's going around electing communists into office at that time, thinking Mm. communists is brilliant, because no one did think that, because obviously... Communism at that time was known for killing millions of people. Um, So they slowly basically implanted people and trained people um, with this ideology in media and various places where people are not elected, um, such as education. So they drip feed everyone over a 15, 20-year process so that essentially Mm. an entire generation is indoctrinated and their morals and moral values have been eroded. Um, and then there's a, a couple of other stages that happen where essentially they try and bring a country to a crisis point and essentially then the new regime can come and take over. And that's kind mm. of what uh, they saw happen in places like, uh, I think it was Czechoslovakia and things like that. So basically this long-term strategy of infiltrating and eroding a country from the inside in so that they can come in and take over. Um and it, it's it's bizarre because I'm not one to. Th- I don't think the Russians are trying to take over. I don't think the Chinese are trying to take over. But I can't not see this strategy has played out, and that's the strange thing. So that's why I've kind of been looking at it because um, I I heard someone talk about it and I was like, what the heck is this? Like hmm. this is this you know um, it's not a new strategy at all. It's ancient. Um, but I. I think you guys find it really interesting, genuinely. That's why I brought it up, because I thought, you know what, this is actually the kind of thing I think you guys might find interesting. You can find Yuri Bezmanov. And funnily yeah. enough, he appeared in the latest Call of Duty game of, of all places, because that's the Russian Cold War game. So he pops oh, well. up on there, which loads of people are like, no way, I'll check this out. And with everything going on with the elections yeah. and all that, well, everyone's like, it's our world, this is it, it's now. Um, oh, God. So, um, <laughs> I've definitely heard the <laughs> so, phrase psychological honest- warfare. So I think, yeah, kind of. So honestly, mm. so it's a fasc- fascinating topic, um, but really its whole thing is about propaganda and misinformation which, of course, we've seen plenty of them with, with, with everything we see on the internet and fact-checking and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Yeah, not, not just the internet. I know, um, but it's all over the show, mate. Yeah. All yeah. over the show. Uh, so, Smarter Every Day did a, a quite a good video about the US's stance on um, basically how the, they are change, they're trying to change the public's perception and they're trying to be more open of the military. Mm. And... Um, well, that's what they're saying they're trying to do. Um, and the the guy um, that does Smarter Everyday Destin, uh, he used to um, do like military uh, weapons testing. Right. And this video shows some of the classified videos that he's taken where they do testing of weapons and they're showing their, basically the power that they have mm. in in terms of like yeah their military might and they are basically just flexing on the internet about like like how (laughs) about how powerful they they 
they are um and like this is a this is a similar thing that you're talking about yeah yeah obviously um yours is um you know crossing borders yeah definitely and uh, implanting people whereas this is um giving information that previously has been withheld um right into like public knowledge because there's so many like classified things now that are being Mm. declassified i was just about to bring that up um I'm, re- I'm reading Secret Machines at the moment, Mike. You know how you, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. you know, you recommended it, it to me. Is it Tom DeLong? Tom DeLong, yeah, from Blink-182. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, it's, oh, a, it's actually a really good read, Jensen. Um, right, okay. Yeah, you'd love it, Jensen. <laughs> you would love it. Basically, <laughs> basically he's, he's known in, in the sphere for being a little bit obsessed with UFOs. But Yes, he is, isn't he? <laughs> but this book, from what I've read so far... Is supposed to be a little bit subjective, right? Like, even though it's gonna have yeah, it's it's like um, it's like a, a fictional story. Yeah. And he says that there are, there are parts of it which are non-fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, okay. he's basically had interviews with several people where he won't disclose who they are, but they're with, you know high up within CIA, NSA, stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, mm. it, 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 it's well no, 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 written no. anyway. It's no, not it's, written by him. But, yeah. Well, uh, I mean that that stuff's like on the list of things that I'm to look into right now. I'm drilling down on the law stuff, the finance stuff, trying to figure out. I'm just trying to learn because no one ever taught me. No one ever taught me about mm. legal system and financial system properly and how things work. Like I'm not blaming anyone for that. It just didn't really come up in citizenship, did it? That's also quite topical at the moment, isn't it, with the uh, the Wall Street bets and Reddit oh, bringing mate, down. Reddit, yeah. yeah. GME. Um, yeah. I was thinking about <laughs> doing a topic on that. but um, Oh, yeah. But I, actually, pl- I applied for Robin Hood maybe like a year ago when they said we were going to bring it to the UK um, on the waiting list for it. And then, I don't know, well, maybe the... six months or so ago, we were like, oh, we're not bringing it to the UK anymore. Oh, well, the UK yeah, stop- find it. <laughs> free trade. Uh, did the exact same thing as Robin Hood. They're um, the uh, stopping buying of certain certain yeah. companies. Yeah. So yeah. they I can't remember what it's called. The 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 people that actually make the transactions. They they stop the trade from. Yeah. yeah um, they stop. The, no, not not the brokers. There's um, there's like a an intermediary oh, between okay. the broker and and the the app. Uh, they were the ones that. Um, that said you can't do it that basically uh, they're saying because they if because it's so volatile if everyone tried to sell that stock that's a they stock literally market don't in general, have any though, money wait, this is what headphones are well, this is why it's, it's like, all being brought to light at the moment like you know it's if you've yeah. got enough buying power enough people backing you then you can well, well apparently apparently the um apparently the uh the turnaround to actually get your money out of the stock market if you sell your stocks is around two days and they have two percent of uh, liquid assets to actually pay those out. Well, this is the issue. Um, like, do, that's do you remember maybe, a lot. maybe <laughs> yeah. about eight or nine months ago with uh, the oil crisis, where barrels were like minus thirty-five dollars a barrel. Yeah, because people were buying basically. It's a what is it? A buy to. It's a long-term buy to buy, buy to collect or something. Right. Um, mm. So basically, you buy a contract which isn't going to be enacted for like maybe another six months or something. Um, but you can still trade that contract 
but at that certain date, it has to, you know, be met, basically. Is that, so people uh, are is that kind of, like, similar to, like, how a bond works? Because I've been trying to... Because something... Uh, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. I'm just trying... I'm trying to learn this stuff at the moment, and I've no idea, maybe basically. We should, uh, maybe we should find a financial advisor and get him on the podcast. Yeah, like, <laughs> just be like, right, can you I'll, explain this? <laughs> how does this work? We'll change the format for an episode. <laughs> right, anyway... Let's um oh, let's move on to my anyway. topic because um, okay, I think Jensen's been the about. Jensen's been the depressing topic this week maybe. I, I, I mean I, <laughs> fa- I found it interesting but concerning. It's interesting of um, course. This is, <laughs> this is the issue I have with all my topics. I'm like oh yeah it's interesting you're like it's depressing. <laughs> right well we'll move on to my topic then because I'm hoping that yours is going to be um, happy. The onus is oh, on you, Josh, I wouldn't for say it's happy. happy, I'd say it's neutral. Okay, <laughs> oh, right. I'll, I'll take neutral. Mine's completely neutral as well. Okay, sweet. Right. <laughs> Can you tell me your first thoughts on The Black Knight? The Black Knight. It's now, there is cake. a movie called The Black Knight, isn't there? It's not it, a movie. Is this I'm, the show? I know I'm saying, but there is a movie like, called The Black Knight. <laughs> I mean, I think of two things. I think of, like, Monty Python. You know, Tis a flesh wound, Tis but a flesh wound, that one. Um, <laughs> and... And the the Shaggy Dog story, you know, the Black Knight and the Black Horse. Mm. And uh, nope, no. Of I those. don't think it's literal. Will you give me the spelling of knight? Is it K N or is it Ooh. just knight? Yeah, it's K N. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it okay. is a knight with regards to. Okay. Mm. Yeah, but it's the, like I don't know where the name is coming. I think I know where the name has come from, but we'll get into that. But it's okay. not really. So it's is nothing. is that this is a like a some kind of medieval legend? Then isn't it? Is that no. right? No, it's not no. about an actual knight, as in... I think the... Um, so, uh, the history of it, I suppose, it, it's it's old, apparently. Right. Um, but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll unravel it more when I, when I hear more guessing. Okay, um, I'm thinking, is it a knight in the strictest sense as to what I would mm. perceive a knight to be? No. Okay. It's nothing That's to good. do with knights or... Right. Okay. Ooh. Or war or anything. Is it? I, I don't want to be giving like a you know a series of questions. I want to. I do need to speculate as to what it is. Don't I actually <laughs> first. Sorry. Um, but Black Knight. I think I'm thinking of kind of a Robin Hood esque scenario where there is someone who has done something within the community, for example, which has had a positive potential impact. And they've been assigned the accolade for Black Knight. Uh, no. Nice. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if, if it's more like a um, you know a nickname of like a boxer or something like that. Ooh, you know, like Whirlwind yeah. Thunderbolt, the Black Knight. You know. I can tell you, it's it's a name. <laughs> Of an object. Oh, of an, an object. object? Yeah. Oh! Go on, oh! Jensen. Is the thing in space? <laughs> it is in space, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't... What is the it? The thing it's, in right, space. That's right, quite they've, they've seen... No, no, this is funny that you... Sorry, no, no, no. no. Like... And, <laughs> right, okay. I get that sounded really... Right. So, funny, because you were just talking about... You were just talking about um, Secret Machine, Tom DeLong UFOs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Th- this, is a, this is a UFO, I think. They picked it up. It's this weird black triangular-ish object, right? And they've picked it up on yep. satellite footage. That's the mm. most that I've got oh, in my right, information. Okay. 
But that's uh, what I've got thoughts, in my head. Um, Josh? Well, Mike says this has been around for a while, which I I would like to kind of, before I give any further thoughts, kind of narrow that time period down. Because yeah. when we're talking UFOs, that is very circumstantial with regards to what time period we're in. Yeah. Um, as to, you know, kind of, one, the capabilities of detecting something within a system like that, for example, the available technologies at the time, uh, you know, the reliableness of the records. Is it within the last 100 years, Mike? Um, are we talking... Right, so a lot of this is speculation now. Like, <laughs> this is a lot of this. This is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, by all <laughs> Come on. So um, I'm going to tell you the year 1899. 1899, okay. Was when apparently it was first discovered. Discovered or observed? Um, not observed, but um, I don't know. Well, I suppose, is it observed if you're not seeing it? Oh. Apparently, someone. <gasps> someone... Oh, okay. Oh, so what are you thinking? Maybe there was a signal which was detected from. Yes, yeah, so there was a this. signal that was detected okay. from yeah. a certain someone that we all know. That we all know. Tesla? Yeah. Tesla, yeah. Yeah, go on, Tesla. Oh, nice. Weird, I was looking at Tesla before this show. <laughs> so that there's. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna wrap this up. Don't wrap quickly. it up, Mike. I don't mind. Like if we don't if we just have two interesting topics which are well covered, I'm cool with that. Well, because this the thing is, this, is you've only been on it for a couple of minutes, so it's all speculation. Like there is no evidence about any of this, and um, it seems to be like quite a lot of different accounts that have someone's tried to kind of weave a story out of. Right. Um, from what from what I can find on the internet, there is no like proper account and for some reason the the year 13,000 years wow. years old is apparently how old this satellite is that it's like been brought over from some extraterrestrial life um but i cannot find the source of that information like who who has yeah, given no that? primary yeah. sources yeah, yeah. There's wow. no sources. I can't. I cannot find the conspiracy theory that tells so tells us about we're, this. We're talking satellite in the traditional sense, something which is orbiting the Earth. Yeah. Or we're talking yeah, so satellite in the remote sensing kind of providing information. To, no, it is okay, um, something orbiting the Earth. A, okay. Artificial satellite which has right. a polar um, orbit. Right. Uh, so it's going, you know, north to south, not around the equator, um, and yeah, like I said, there's there's like barely any, any information on it because what NASA How was it said, first observed then? Uh, you say Tesla, so we're talking... Was that like spirit radio or... Okay, so here's a, here's a quote from Tesla. Uh, so in 1899, Nikola Tesla heard from aliens, apparently. I have a deep conviction that, that highly intelligent beings exist on Mars. Tesla told a reporter that Albany Telegram in 1923, I caught signals which I interpreted as meaning one, two, three, four... I believe Martians use numbers for communication because numbers are universal. It could and be like some sort of binary language, I guess, basically. Oh, well, not binary in that sense, but the assumption know, that mathematics kind of... is the mm. universal language, isn't it? Well, 
well, maths is universal, isn't it? Like, if it's it's the same everywhere around the world. It like. is, but numerics in that sense, like scripts, so like we've got Roman numerals, for example, mm-hmm. they're completely different to, say, you know, Chinese script for, for numerics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, So the idea of numeracy is global, but... There have been different mathematical systems, roughly. Yeah, as well. You've got Arabic... New, well, but most of our, our mathematical our symbols word. come from from Arabic. There's a whole. Example. My granddad had a whole book on the debate around zero, because zero never used to exist. I think there was a debate of whether to accept zero as a concept <laughs> into mathematics. Um, so anyway, this um, this was brought up on um, another podcast, Ologies, very good podcast. I would recommend um, yes. by the Thank space you. archaeologist Alex Alex Alice Gorman. Alice, not Alex. Um, and she's, she said that there's, you know, some people think that this is like the first artificial uh, satellite out there. Um, but the first actual um, artificial satellite out there was um, sent up in the early 50s before, you know, rockets were a thing. Yep. And the, the way it got there was an underground <laughs> nuclear test they accidentally blew a manhole cover into space and it, and um so that's just now just in our orbit just now it is a piece of space junk um along yeah so along so with alice gorman just kind of well that's that might be off. uh <laughs> oh god i've forgotten his name <laughs> owner of tesla the company Oh, Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk when he sent a Tesla into space. Is that within yeah. orbit or is that just beyond? No, orbit? that's just that's just uh, that's into outer space. Oh, like. outer space. Okay, right, right. Sorry, um, I was going to say this yeah, is like so, kind of irony there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, on this um, on this podcast, I listened to it a while ago now, but Alice Gorman, she, like she was answering listeners' questions, and um, they were talking about um, Elon's new project. You know where he's uh starlink starlink yeah yeah that's fascinating it's fascinating but at the same time it's fascinating but they were they were basically saying that it's um it's kind of it's a shame for a lot of people no one should have rights to what is in space because you know the people who have theorized about advertising in space for for years and you know there's been like people saying basically no you can't do that so like They'd have to talk to Asgardia, I think. They're the registered nation <laughs> of space. Yeah. Um, Asgardia! I can't. Yeah. Dear Lord. <laughs> um, what a just, wonderful world. I, I looked into Starlink. Uh, does anyone know how many uh, satellites he plans to put up there? I'm going to say something like maybe, oh, maybe 15,000. I was going to say be thousands, wasn't it? Surely. Uh, yeah, it's tens of thousands. Uh, currently, wow. there are... 895 in orbit have you seen them by the way i've only seen long exposures i've not seen them myself i know that there's a a map which shows you when they're passing overhead basically right yeah so so we saw them um it was back in um must have been like around june we were still in lockdown and i didn't i had no idea about starlink at the time so i was just like what on earth all these shooting stars (laughs) no i I knew there were satellites because i do like a lot of astrophotography so i know that i know how to like spot a you know a satellite from a shooting star right but i'd never seen so many you know um 
consecutive. And uh, they're very linear as well. They are. And like, they're very so because they're yeah. they're in low orbit. They appear to be going like way quicker than yeah. any other oh. satellite. It's and um, so the 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 problem with them at the moment is that they are really bright. So yeah. when they came over. Uh, the sun had just gone down and they were in low earth orbit so they were super bright you couldn't have missed them um and that's really only an issue sort of like uh, in certain times of the year uh, well, but they're also originally Elon Musk had said yeah Elon, Elon Musk originally said they were going to be painted and they weren't going to be reflecting light yeah. <laughs> and then he sent what 900 up into space without this reflective <laughs> yeah. paint on so he plans to put 42,000 of them up there. Wow. Well, it's going to be basically a grid, and you, you, you'll kind of always see them around the time of sunrise and sunset. <laughs> okay, we ran out of time, so we're back this morning to get Josh's topic in. So, Josh, what is your topic? Right. Right, well, I'm, I'm glad we are back, because the theme of the episode so far is quite... Uh, don't know what the word is. It's very interesting, and I think my topic is going to... I think this might be a themed episode, unintentionally. You know? Okay, it's one of those. Uh, maybe. We'll see. It's like okay, a tax so... episode. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. All right, guys. So I want your first thoughts on something called Nazar. And I think Jensen might know this. Nazar? Yeah, Nazar. How, do you, how are you spelling that with an A or an E? N-A-Z-A-R. Nazar. Hmm. I'm blank, man. Oh, okay. I'm blank. Mike, do you want to go yeah, first? I'm not, I'm not sure about this. The, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Lucy's family used to call her cat Sal Nazar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's that's all I'm coming up with. Okay. I, I I feel like this is going to be one of those things that when you when we get it, that I might have known it. You know what I mean? So, but but you know when you forget the name of something. Mm. But I was to say okay. it's 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 very it's a very Jensen topic. This it so is, I right, do, okay. I do, right? Okay. <laughs> I do think you'll know of it, but maybe isn't uh, the um, isn't so the fortune teller in the film Big called Nazar or something like that? Oh, what what are they called? I don't know. The fortune teller boxes. Well, yeah. Right. Okay. So it's a little bit Jensen. I'm gonna Google. It's so a little that. bit on <laughs> the theme of what we've been going down. Yeah. Um. Now I'm wondering. Now you have a you have a knack for acronyms. Right. So I'm 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 wondering if it is um what would you say an acronym? I was gonna say acronomicus. So no, if it's an acronym, is it an acronym, Josh? That's what I'm wondering. It's not an acronym. No, it's an actual name. Okay. Do, do you want the first hint? Hint me. Go on. Currently, it, my only it, thought it is, is it an acronym well. or something to do with a desert for some reason? It's not an acronym. It's a word, and yep. it's an Arabic word. Oh, look at that. Ooh. Come on. Uh, if anyone was wondering, the fortune teller is called Zoltar. <laughs> <laughs> That's Zoltar. That's the, uh, so it's not that. That's right, pretty, so yeah, Arabic. Name. That's maybe that's why I connected desert for some reason because I thought it sounded. <laughs> Is it a word or a name? Middle Eastern. It's a word. Um, 
Do you do you want to know what that word translates to in English? Um, do we want to know that? I don't know if it would give you too much information. Too much. I don't yeah. think it. No, I don't think it would. To be honest. All right. Go on, okay. Then. All right. Um, so it's an Arabic word, nizar, and it means sight or surveillance or attention. So they're like the three closest uh, translations of this word. Now, I'm starting to think of things like mirages and kind okay. of illusions, right. you know, that kind of stuff. Because you've said, you know, sight, surveillance, attention, mm. um, which I, strange, strangely sounds more like um, intelligence, counterintelligence stuff. But I don't know. I was wondering if it's something like a mirage kind of thing. Um, it's not. Okay. So, it's, no. Um, I'm, I'm thinking along the lines of, of espionage, like, um, like Je- more like Jensen's topic. Jensen's first topic today. Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not. Right. So I think the tie is that I think when it comes down to it, you'll see that there's kind of a little bit of a, a theme, but not strictly... Okay. You know, like normally ours, our episodes are just completely random stuff, but this is a very loose theme. Um, oh, right, okay. So it's, yeah, it's a word, an Arabic word, sight, surveillance, attention. Um, is it, oh, no, because I can technically already ask that, and is it a mirage, but is it, is it just, is it a, ph- a phenomena that people have seen? So like something like a UFO or that kind of thing, or what's the underwater one? Um, underwater, unidentified submersible object, USO, is that right? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I don't Never know, mind. let's roll with it. What I'm, going, <laughs> what, what I'm going for is it's some kind of weird phenomena like the Black Knight or a UFO, that kind of thing. It, it's, it's not a phenomenon, a phenomena. It's, um, it's associated with a belief. Um, oh. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Can I use it? If I used it in a sentence, it would, it would give it away. probably give it away. I was expecting um, it in Arabic. So, I, d- I don't speak Arabic. <laughs> so you said it's not a phenomenon like UFO then? No. Um, it's I'll, Okay, I'll give you an accent. So it's used to ward off something. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's this... getting into warding off spirits and that kind mm. of thing. Is it the um, evil eye? It is associated with the evil eye, Mike. Oh, the evil oh. eye, okay. Now, what can, what can you tell me about the evil eye? The evil eye is to ward off bad, like, like other people that that want to, like, steal your, like, wealth or happiness or something, isn't it? So evil eye is, like, evil eye is the thing. So that's the thing that you give someone. Yeah, like kind of the, the tied curse, in with basically, yeah, yeah. Kind of tied in which with is like associated with jealousy and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, superstition. So, yeah, so envy. Uh, so basically, yeah. this evil eye can be given under like the guise of a compliment. So I could be like, Jensen, mm-hmm. I really like your hat today. <laughs> which is like, <laughs> your I could be giving his garbage. <laughs> no, which means like basically like. I really want that heart. I'm giving you. The oh evil right! Eye. Like I'm giving uh, you. I really right. like that bacon buddy you got there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's known as like the malevolent gaze. So that's the evil eye itself, and this is an object which is supposed to ward off the evil eye. Oh. Mm. 
So there's certain like uh, sayings or expressions that people can use after someone's given a compliment to be like, okay, this this is meant sincerely as a I, compliment right, in Arabic. Right. Um, so you'll say, mashallah. Uh, so I'll be like, whatever the Arabic is for, I really like your heart. I mean, I'd say, mashallah, which kind of basically means like it's sincere. It's not like this is cool, man. It's not like a curse upon you. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm this like in a envious. sincere way. Yeah, because I'm not envious of that heart that you're wearing. Um, so yeah, the evil eye can cause victims to become unwell the next day. Yeah. Um, but you can say like yeah, other protective phrases. Uh, with the will of God is the translation of mashallah, um, mm. basically. But yeah, you can use an object, which is what the nazar is, as a means. Is it the, is it the, the, the like hand with the eye? So that, that's, a the hand. that's a hamster. That's a hamster. A hamster. All right. Um. Which is another one of it. I guess it's associated with a nazar in that you know it comes under these the branch of what these objects are, mm-hmm. um, but that's not a specific one. So I mean, this, we're talking like a talisman type thing, then. Really? Yeah, basically. Um, so I don't know if you've heard the expression "an eye for an eye" before. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. So there's like speculation that that saying has stemmed from this object, the nazar. So similarly with the, the the hamster, which has the eye in the middle of it, um, so you know you kind of you you give the eye to ward off the evil eye. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cancelling each other out kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I think you're you kind of got there with it being. Did you say talisman or something? Jason? Yeah, really, some kind mm-hmm. of talisman essentially. Yeah, so it's it's basically like a glass eye. Um, right. Because I was going to think of like maybe some kind of mirrored surface or something like that you know well it's like a a a glass bead which is blue Mm. um it's got a black dot which is superimposed with like a white dot in the middle basically like just the bead and they can like feature on bracelets talismans amulets anything um but yeah it's used basically to ward off this this um evil eye and you'll see it quite a lot in different cultures and advertising and marketing so like um, right. it's mainly the, the Nazars associated mainly with like Turkey and I think like the Hamsa um, are associated with, with different regions so yeah I've definitely seen like, that I've definitely seen the Hamsa yeah so most like Islamic countries will have the equivalent of this um, but there's like speculation as to where the evil eye has originated from itself mm. Um so I don't know if you've heard of or did I write this down? Uh, Dajjal, Jensen. Right. I listened to something on the Evil Eye, but about four years ago. Right. So so my my Evil Eye knowledge has kind of whittled away. So you'll have okay. to you'll have to fill me in again. Um. So it, obviously, like in Christianity, you've got Christ, who is the Messiah. Uh huh. I mean, you have the Antichrist, basically, who is someone who imitates Christ, but basically doesn't stand for anything that Christ is. Well, it's a... It's a false... Loosely, yeah. Yeah, Loosely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So in Islamic faith, you have Dajjal, who's basically the opposite of Muhammad, the prophet. Oh, okay. False prophet type. Yeah, and th- and this character only has one eye. Um, 
Interesting. So the single eye is associated as being part of this evil eye and the whole evil eye uh, mm. curse and theory. Um, That's really interesting because I know, well, the one eye thing has mm. a lot of connections through a lot of different cultures, like Odin's one eye, obviously yep. the, the, you know, the eye of, you know, the, the Illuminati eye and all that mm. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. But there's this pattern of kind of people with one eye, one eye covered and things like that, which is actually about giving up an eye to receive enlightenment and receive oh, wisdom. Right, okay. So right. I think it's quite interesting um, that there's this... Because it's funny, when you were talking about before, I I started thinking about, like, I wonder if that fits into, you know, the, the all-seeing eye picture and all that kind of stuff. Wouldn't mm. that be interesting? Seeing it's, Obviously, that's really synonymous with Lucifer. And it, biblically, he's jealous of God and wants God's position. Yeah. So I'm like, is it, I don't know. Like In my head, I connected those things and was like, hmm, that, that strangely kind of fits. Uh, that the all-seeing eye is the evil eye, the jealous eye. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Hmm. Dajjal, just re- well, you know, kind of full Arabic name is Al Masi Ad Dajjal. Um, but yeah, basically, right. kind of the false prophet. And like you say, kind of jealousy, single eye. Hmm. That's where the evil eye comes from, basically. Uh, but yeah, the, the Nazar is used to ward it off. Um, so historically, it's been associated with, like, you know, basically, like, pagan rituals uh, mm-hmm. in westernised faith but in you know kind of Islam um, it's quite quite a common thing but also like little fact uh, something called scopophobia I don't know if you know what that is I've heard of it but go on I it's can't a... remember like I know I've encountered the word it's, it's one of those ones scopophobia it's the excessive fear of being stared at Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so um, you know sometimes when people say, you know, kind of evil eye, it's 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 not someone staring you down or anything. It's it, it's like the compliment which is disguised as being like, yeah. you know, kind of guys for for jealousy or whatever. Um, That's kind of that the awareness of that is not really existent in in Western culture. I I don't think. Well, I well, think the, I I think it would be categorised as things like throwing shade. I think would be our. Well, modern, no, that, modern version of it, I suppose. But well, that you know, isn't wh- how we would colloquialize you, it. If you're throwing shade, you're not necessarily giving them a compliment. Whereas, mm. whereas this is, um, you're giving them a compliment, but the the subtext of that is that I want something mm. that you have. It's a jealous yeah. thing. Whereas, shade isn't really. I I think shade is. Um, I meant it like, loosely, but yeah, go on. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. It was kind of like uh, loosely, I, think shade, I suppose. Yeah, our shade's thing. kind of like giving it a non-meaningful compliment. Where you're it's, kind of like, it, it's the passive-aggressive yeah. thing. Um, but obviously, like a lot of this, you know, ties. I mean, all these all these systems are related. That you know that that this stuff connects into that that they they all plug into a you know yoga plugs into Kabbalah mysticism plugs into. New Age plugs into Gnosticism, plugs into Egyptian mythology, plugs into Norse mythology. It's all the same systems, and they all have the same systems of initiation. Mm. They mm. all have the, you know, so <laughs> they, they all overlap. That's that's what you find, is all these kind of mystical systems um, uh, and various things within the occult all generally overlap in some some ways. 
yeah. um, in a lot of ways, really. So for me, it kind of, when you boil it down, it kind of really always comes down to intent. Um, and obviously the intent of this is to harm someone because your yeah. motivation yeah. is jealousy, really. Yeah. And so therefore you want to harm them or you want to possess what they've got. Um, so yeah, it's literally a curse to, to make that person unwell um, so that, you know, in theory, if they pass, mm. you can just sweep in and take whatever it was that you wanted from them, which is... Uh... Do not covet comes to mind. I wonder if that was mm. like a big thing in like the middle, you know, like the, the kind of the, the, East at that, the Middle East at that time. Well, this, you know, is, this goes back to the Nazar itself, the object to ward off the evil eye. Uh, it goes back to 16th century BC. Um, right. But there's other associated objects which are not as... Uh, it, it, this this isn't detailed. As I say, it's a blue beard with like yeah. the black and then either white or yellow in it. But there's other objects which are simply just a bead or a round plane of glass which go back to maybe uh, 3000 BC, yep. which are, you know, theorised to be associated with a similar thing. Um, but as I say, it's it's used now quite a lot in, in modern cultures. Just, you know, like, so uh, some Turkish airlines have it, the, the actual Nazar itself on the wings right. or on the tails of planes. I guess, I guess maybe to like kind of uh, ward, ward off bad luck in that sense. You, um, you've definitely given me something to look up here. Like, so it was uh, used within the logo of the 2013 FIFA World Cup, uh, under 20s World Cup. And there's actually, since 2018, on Apple, um, probably on other operating systems as well, there's uh, an emoji for the Nazar. Interesting. So I'll send you that on WhatsApp now if you want to see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, ping it us. Uh, <laughs> which is, yeah, quite interesting. Mm. I've got to oh, check yes, this out I've, a bit more. I've, got I've made faces with, with the Nazar before. <laughs> <laughs> Emoji faces. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that was, that was my topic. That's uh, really interesting. Nice. So you, I did think can, there's like definitely you, some sort of theme today with the episode. Yeah, intentionally. Yeah. Um, I, I like. I know that I definitely haven't covered this in as much detail as I could have done, but it's it's beyond me, but a little bit interesting. And I think I mean, we could I'd, have maybe I'd, had like the evil eye as a topic in itself. Really. Yeah, definitely. Because this is definitely just like an object. But I'd, honestly, I'd love. Um, I mean, whatever notes you've got on this, I'd love because um, obviously this is very much my space. So sure, yeah, yeah. If you got Send any, if you got any grass. like good links, I'd love to see them. Cool, well done. Yeah, will do. Can't speak. <laughs> Check this out, man. I'm just having a look through it now, and I'm like, yeah, I feel like I have seen this blue bead. Some <laughs> like I feel like I have seen it somewhere. Yeah, but um, as in in real life, not on some weird website. You know, like on a in a shop or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it, it, you know, it's, it's a decorative bead, so if you don't really know what what it's used for... I that's it. I wouldn't have gone, oh. mm. it, It's Yeah, I, I, it's, it's not one that I'd look at it and go, oh, that's that, you know, like, it's not like the old seen eye image, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's not It's not quite that um, universally known, is it? <laughs> Nizar. Cool. I love it. So I, I don't know if we can come up with, like, a 
episode name which mm. links all three of these topics. Hmm. Right. So what have we had? We've got like Russian psychological <laughs> warfare, the Black Knight, the UFO signal, and the Nazar evil eye warder off mm. a talismany thingy. Mm. Charm. Ooh. I think Mike's gone back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks so so comfy. Well, <clears throat> they're all kind of about warding off something, aren't they? In a, in a way, like with the with the satellite, people people put this story that uh, it was some sort of surveillance on us. Right. So that's like, you know. In a way, that's kind of like an evil eye from another another culture, possibly spying on us. And then you've got um, I mean, Jensen's act- active espionage. measures, yeah, which was about trying to get inside, pe- essentially people's minds and cultures. Mm. And so, so really, we need again. a we need a synonym for Nazar or warding off or you know something like that. We could just call it like, or protecting ourselves. Could just call it the warden. The, the, warden. Warden. the warden. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, let's have a look for synonyms. <laughs> Some cinnamons. Custodian. The custodian. The overseer. Ooh. Superintendent Porter. I guess Warden is the is the most accurate. Oh, is it? I think. Nice. Yeah, I nice. think so. Yeah. This this would be where if we were like live streaming this, we'd have the chat Ru- box up and everyone yeah. would be like, "Name it this." Blah, 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 blah. The Russian Sentry. Warden. The Russian Warden. <laughs> warden. I've never really have... thought what is the meaning of Warden. You know. Well, uh, like Mike Mike's saying, it's a kind of maybe a synonym for. Protect, protect a person or? responsible yeah, for the like supervision overseeing. of a particular place or activity or enforcing the regulations associated with it. Yeah, like park wardens. That's the most oversight of something contest. important to the community. Have you never heard? Um, oh, what's that song? <laughs> don't wait for me don't wait for me <laughs> it's alright it's alright mate we're not should we, go, should, we, should we go with the warden then or something like that or what was it you said Josh the Russian warden or KRS one sound of the police <laughs> that's the uh, that's the song I was trying to, to uh, think to of it. yeah it's not As the one whoop, I'm thinking whoop, of. Yeah, of the I was say, it's not the that, one I'm thinking of it's not that of, one is it? is it it's not that yeah yeah it's that one. Oh, it yeah. is that one okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you okay. want to name it that then? <laughs> <laughs> Sound of the police. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a very loose connection. <laughs> so very loose. Um, Convoluted. I, you know, I think, I think um, the warden or the warden episode or something mm, like that. Yeah, the warden episode. Or the Should warden chronicles. The warden chronicles. <laughs> Yeah, let's go Sorry. for it. Warden Chronicles, I love it. Okay, <laughs> let me note here. Name the Warden Chronicles. Beautiful. All right then. All right, Mike, do you want to sign us off? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you got your notes from yesterday? I've got them up. <laughs> I, I don't worry. We've got we've got a backup just in case. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Well, guys, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to our podcast on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Castbox, and don't forget to follow us on our social medias. You can search JRJ Podcast, and you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Once again, thanks for listening. I'll see you all soon. Bye. Fantastic. Bye, Bye guys. Good Bye. episode. Speak to Bye. you soon. Bye. Right, take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye.